White and fucking Morgan Freeman and the Willie legend. Nelson. So the legends. Yes. If the okay. legends can I want to die after those old fucks. <laughs> the legends die, then I can die. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the Lost Out Podcast, everybody. We're talking about death tonight, I guess. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> when we want to go and how we want to go, I guess. But no, uh, we actually have a couple of new guests. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm Keely. Keely. And I am Jacob. Jacob. I'm a, one of my best Jacob. friends. Name is Jacob, dude. That's a good name. Yeah. It's a very American name. <laughs> Jacob's a great name. That's oh, a biblical, biblical name, yeah, dude. That's, that's why I was named Jacob. Yeah. There you go. Biblical, dude. See, you know, you gotta be Christian because it's, it's <laughs> my name is Hebrew. <laughs> It's in the name. <laughs> my mom just decided to look through books and was like, hmm, Hebrew. There you my go. name means beautiful. So, Aww. <laughs> also, also, we got Elfie in the house as well. Yeah, you do. You'll never guess what my name means. It's an elf. elf. <laughs> it is. And my, and my last name means people. Elf people. Elf I love people. it. Did you come from a short family? No, actually. Or a pointy-eared family? You're elfin yes, folk. Yes. <laughs> elf yes. folk. Yes, I So, do. I've done this uh, before on one of my previous podcasts. It's been a hell of a long time because I usually have been having, like, recurring guests. But tonight, I want to talk uh, about... We, we're gonna we're basically going to read off moral quandaries. I'm going to try to find some new ones, but I'm, I may just reintroduce some old ones to get you guys' takes because you're going to have to really test yourself. So, I think the reason why I thought about it is because you were talking about, the, like, like, the pedophilia... And we were talking about that, that debate around people are trying to make that to where it's a sexual identity. Fuck or that. Yeah, yeah, so that it, it can be more accepted. Why? I don't know. But then you start talking about, like, well, all of them just need to basically cease to exist. Yeah. Which I can completely agree. I, I, can, I can feel that. Yeah. Um, my, the only, my moral quandary with that would be, like, you know, is there any potential for redemption? If there is absolutely no potential for redemption... Do they deserve the option or the chance? Do you see what I'm saying? Or how do we yes. know? How do we know if they don't? So, so I think I, given to the state, yes, I, I would be okay with the death penalty because that's left to the state. That's a unanimous decision. It's not any one person's call. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it would be better to give that up to the state than just me mm-hmm. go out and be like John Wicking these people, man. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I mean, I have dreams about yeah. doing that but that's the that's the shadow yeah. so for me somebody who's not i guess not saying religious necessarily has a play in this but for somebody who's not f- religious um and somebody who has personally dealt with this kind of thing i don't want to live in a world where I raise children and there's a possibility that there is a pedophile or, you know, sexual assaulter or anything along those lines um, living down the street. Like I said before in a previous conversation, um, I grew up down the street from six or seven pedophiles. Mm -hmm. And it was scary. And granted, I was, it was still a time where kids could walk to and from the school bus area and there wasn't an issue, but there was always a doubt in my mom's mind that is my kid going to make it home. And that is, I don't think that's something that 
is that should go through a parent's mind. It's going having, to though. I know, but like when you know that there's pedophiles living down the street from you, yeah, that it, that's a scary thing. I mm-hmm. didn't know until I was older that yeah. there was that there was pedophiles there. But I mean, six, seven years old, walking to the walking to the school bus stop, like I was a very friendly child. Like I wanted to yeah. say hi to everybody and mm-hmm. go shake their hand and meet them and like. That's scary for a parent. And my mom used to tell horror stories of me walking away from her in the grocery store just to say hi to people or to say hi to their babies or, you know, things like that. And kids like me would go home with random people. Not saying don't don't raise your kids like me, but <laughs> like um, kids who are friendly super friendly kids is it's scary and i i don't want to raise my kids no i get you you want to have the the safest place possible so that you can raise your your family you you have your kids and you don't want when you know for sure people are registered sex offenders in your neighborhood yes like that's that's scary man i I completely agree with you on that i would prefer them dead but at least they have to register (laughs) yeah at least you know where, where, where what to avoid Yes. You know, great great times to be alive today. <laughs> you know. Yes. Well, I guess they they only and I, I I like I said I agree with you on that. I'm not sitting here ever trying to condone that. I think it was specifically in the post that you said that it was about like yes, let's kill all those people. You yeah. know, that's where I'm on the fence when it comes to that. Like, I, and I really, I mean, it really just depends because like we killed Bin Laden. Me, I was like, good. That's we 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 had to because had he evidence. was a rallying force. Yeah. He, that's not even the evidence. It was he was a rallying force for radicals. And what, what? Also, also that was uh, symbolic. It had a lot of symbolism in us finally being able to kill Bin Laden. So yeah. there's that. I, I mean, so there's a lot of factors that play in that, in that instance. When it comes to a case-by-case basis, when somebody does something that is purely malevolent, like, like just straight up, like ch- chopping their heads off, doing something that's like relatively inhumane or could be seen as inhumane. I'm not sure. Like, or maybe they should live the rest of their lives in prison. I'm not sure. I don't know. But I know that the, the punishment has to fit the crime, but I'm not yeah. sure death is the, is the punishment. I'm not so sure because I think that everyone needs to have the, the, potent, uh, the, like, the opportunity for redemption. You know? For me, and that's kind of why I began like what I said with from, not from a religious side of it, just because I... Yeah, I'm not judging. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I I mean, I, once you go that far, like when it has to do with children, yes, that is where I'm like, there's no coming back from that. There's a very fine line. There's a very fine line and you definitely cross the shit out of that line. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just, I, I understand the like inhumane, the inhumane portion of it. Um, just because, just because, um, I, (laughs) am I too close? Am I too far? No, 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 you're you're, you're, you're there. Um, it's just funny because you you could literally just tilt, tilt, like bend the crane, you know, if you pulled it towards you, the crane will move with you. I mean, it's stiff. Like, okay. Yeah, that's why she did it. Just pull the crane off. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, there you go. Um, 
There you go. Look okay, so. Did you look at that? Um. <laughs> Lobsters. <laughs> okay, so. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you off. No, it's okay. That was interesting. Um, the, the inhumane thing I understand. I don't want to, like, publicly cut somebody's throat. Like, that is just, that's crazy. Or even, I know before, like, when we had this conversation before, I was like, publicly hang them or, you know, something like that. Like, that. Yeah. That's even not now, what you articulated on, like, a Facebook post, though. Yes. Even now, um, thinking about it, justifying that, even that is is a little much. I mean, I know that they used to do that in the past, like, with the witch trials and stuff like that. But, like, we are definitely in a different age. This is a total different society mm. and, like, different people and diversities and all different things. I think but, the best thing when it comes to that, like, when it comes to pedophilia specifically... Mm-hmm. We're going the wrong way with it. I mean, obviously, we're going the wrong way with it because we're trying to accept it now, which we shouldn't be accepting that no, at all. No, 100% What should we should not. be doing is going the opposite way. There's zero tolerance for that. People that do show those kinds of tendencies, mm-hmm. they need to be put into, we need to really, like, you know how they used to have psych wards? I'm sure they still, I mean, they still got, like, you know, therapy yeah. stuff, like, to hospitals. But you should go directly to therapy, like, whenever you're caught doing anything inappropriate that's objectively inappropriate like that's that would be the first move i think because and if you go to prison then you're you're also you've got a therapist there you've got four rounds of therapy because i think it's deeply psychological people don't do that just because they're not born liking children i mean for one you don't understand until you hit puberty what sexuality really just like you're not born a murderer yeah well here's the deal it's the same thing it's a it's Mm -hmm. a psychological thing but at the same time, um, people are also going to say with the whole therapy thing, like as soon as they have those tendencies, throw them in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the same thing that they used to do back in the day when people started having gay thoughts, yeah. for example. And yeah, that was sure. a huge no-no for a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. um, And that's why that's a huge reason why the LGBT community is so big now because everybody's um accepting it and i'm not saying i'm i'm against it because you do you babe like whatever you need to do you do you um i think it's nuanced i think it, it really has uh like me when it comes to that i wanted to have like uh some people that are in the the lgbtq community yeah. to come on to the podcast yeah so that i could talk to them about it i try to like not talk that much at least on podcast about it until i have somebody like to represent yeah. their side mm-hmm and and so that I can actually flesh out my ideas without sounding or being perceived as somebody who is, you know, uh, a hater or something like that. Yeah, I have questions. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I mean, everybody has I don't questions. Agree with. I think that, I have questions. Yeah. My sister um, identifies as a male now, and unfortunately, like her and I don't have the kind of relationship where I can ask him questions. Um, but I mean, I I have questions. That's yeah. that's my baby sister. And you sister. should be able to because the burden you know? the burden of proof of like proving like because for one, it's like I hate this uh, this argument that it's like you're denying my existence. I'm not yeah. denying your existence. You're a human being. Yes. You're never gonna cease to be a human being. I'm not denying your existence. Yeah. Denying your perceived identity, and I may may or may not. I'm not denying it. I'm questioning it. And if you're going to go against the grain into something that is objectively 
different. Like, you're you're changing. You're literally transitioning as far mm. as the trans thing uh, uh, yeah. argument goes. Then you kind of have the burden of proof to help people understand it instead of just as soon as somebody questions it, like you're a transphobic. I'm not transphobic. I just want to understand. Yeah. And you say, well, you'll never understand. Well, then what am I supposed to do then? Like, yeah. what, what do you want me to do? Well, you're supposed to accept me. It was like, I can't accept everything. If I just accepted everything that I didn't understand, yeah. then I would be in a whole, I would be in the shit, dude. Like, yeah. the, and there's no objective lot. reality anymore. That's, you know? that's with not just the LB, LBGT community. That's with everything. Like, people have questions yep. about religion. People have questions about, like, the LGBT community. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, even things that people watch. Porn. Like, a bunch of other things um what people do on social media yeah. like um it's just what people do for their job like there's there's people that have multiple questions um for example i follow a, a lady on tiktok who is um a stripper mm-hmm. and she has a five-year-old daughter and her daughter knows her as an exotic dancer and granted her ex-husband doesn't agree with it and all that kind of stuff but that is her way of making money and she's not the kind i i mean like and she she will on tiktok automatically answer any question that you ask her so she's open to she's very open yes and like that is the kind those are the kind of people that i love those people man yes i mean i agree with you but i want to have a conversation about it yes i want i agree with that like if i have conversation like if i have questions i want somebody who's going to answer those questions well and i mean also with people that are more open like that and it's not it's not to say that everybody needs to be open like that but when people are that open it becomes easier for everybody else to understand their point of view like their morals yeah their whole life their existence and yeah not every like queer person or every sex worker or anyone that goes necessarily against the norm needs to be that open but when when there are i guess you would say representatives of those communities that are it Mm -hmm. helps further acceptance from everybody outside that community so that's super helpful yeah Here's, here's my thing when it comes to like identity if you are firm in your identity then you don't you don't worry about people yeah. that ever question it like you're like this is this is who i am man like i'm not gonna i'm not i mean you can ask me a question you want like if any of you guys ask me a question i'll give you a lecture i'm serious yes. man because i have like <laughs> i have my reasons i don't just believe things just for this like i i i've gotten to the point in my life to where if i believe something i'm gonna flesh it out yeah and I'm, i want to know that i'm at, I at least have an argument if it's not if someone like there's people like when it, I, I get I get people roll their eyes whenever I tell them I'm Christian nowadays. Yes. And before, I mean, I, I grew up Christian and they're like, oh, well, everybody's, no, not, not everybody's Christian. Actually, everyone is, even if you say you're Christian, a lot of people actually aren't. And a lot of Christians that say that they're Christians actually aren't Christians. They, because it's about what, what are you, what are you doing? Like, if you actually do have a relationship with God, then you would be more like him, right? You would be a mirror. You would tr- you're attempting to be like a mirror of what Christ was and how he lived his life. And you're not doing that. And you're being hyper judgmental. Then you're not. And then you have other people, because like I've been I've been criticized by other Christians. It's like oh well you didn't do this you didn't do this. It's like I- I'm not perfect. 
But I recognize when I do things that are wrong, and then I have a relationship with God, and I try to and I repent on a daily basis, and I try to do better. I try to be a better person every single day than I was yesterday, and that's that's basically how you orient yourself. So when it comes to all of these things, your identity, being accepted, you shouldn't even. Like, it doesn't matter about being accepted. Yeah, don't worry about what other people say. Because I don't know if it times, be. yeah, t- the times change, man. People, people's ideologies change. There's new generations that are coming out. Like I'm millennial. We have Gen Z now, and Gen X or something like that. Is that after Z? I think Gen X is the new thing. Is the yeah. new one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, this stuff's co- like new generations are popping up, and like, things Gen are going to change. Zombie movie or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but anyway, I, I want to move on. I want to move on. So now that we have like a, that was a pretty good starting okay. point. I want to I want to actually read off one of these moral quandaries, and I want to have Jacob start us off. Yeah, Jacob's going to start us Thank off. He's going to give us his opinion on one of the on one of them. <laughs> This is gonna be this is gonna be relatively long, but this is one of my favorite ones. This is one of my favorite ones. I had the, I had a really long debate actually with a couple of people before, and I want to get your take, and right. I want you to really think about it. All right. All right. So, a pregnant woman leading a group of people out of a cave on a coast is stuck in the mouth of the cave, of that cave. In a short time, high tide will be upon them, and unless she is unstuck. They will all be drowned except the woman whose head is out of the cave. Unfortunately, or fortunately, someone has with him a stick of dynamite. There seems no way to get the pregnant woman loose without using the dynamite, which will inevitably kill her. But if they do not use it, everyone will drown. What should they do? So what I'm getting from this is if they don't... If they don't use the stick of dynamite, then yeah, only one or they all die if they drown. So uh, basically, drown. like <laughs> I'll summarize it. I'll summarize it in my in my my own words. So they're in a cave. They're coming out of the cave, but then there's a cave in. But the there's a a pregnant woman that happens to be like stuck in that cave in. But She's, her head is outside. Her head is outside. Okay. okay and then everybody else is inside and there's a tide that's coming in which is going to raise the water all the way up and then there's no gap to breathe and Mm -hmm. all these people are going to end up dying if they can't get out of the cave which is the reason why they were trying to get out of the cave because tide's about to come in high tide's Mm -hmm. coming in well then they have that cave in and now she's out there and she's pregnant (laughs) her head is out so she'll survive her baby will survive but everybody else in there is going to die unless you know this guy has a stick of dynamite so he could blow out the cave in but he, you can't get her out. She's too stuck in there. So you could blow her up, get everybody out, or, uh, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I would say greater good in this instance. I'd use the stick of dynamite. And stick on the logical end. Save a lot of other people. I mean, granted, yes, that's terrible that I chose to yeah. kill a pregnant woman. but. So here's – I'll throw another caveat in there too. So um, – so say she, you could still talk to her, and she's yelling back, "Please don't do this! Please don't do this! Like this is my, this is me, this is my baby. Like I'm about to, you know, give birth in like three weeks. Her name is Elsa or something like that. Whatever, you know what I mean? You got the dynamite. You're the one that chooses. You know, everyone else is probably yeah. saying, 
like here's the deal like people are yelling at you some are saying like no dude we're not i'm not doing that i'm not about this and the other people are like dude what are you talking about we're all gonna die greater good you know what i'm saying yeah. it, it definitely makes the situation a lot more difficult when you make it more personable but you kind of you know, have to yeah I you think, know everyone's to, names you you yeah. hear their stories and that makes it a lot harder but um I, it would make it a lot more difficult, but I would still go with greater good. Yeah. What what I came up with? Well, I mean, I won't tell what I came up with. I'm going to actually... Yeah, I don't know, yeah, dude. this thing is falling <laughs> off the table. I'm, I'm just thinking, holding it, so we're good. All right. So, I'll read it again, since you were you had to get up. What? I'll read it again. Um, and then I want to hear your take. Okay. Okay, this is a moral quandary. A pregnant woman leading a group of people out of a cave on a coast is stuck in the mouth of the cave. In a short time, high tide will be upon them, and unless she is unstuck, they will be drowned except the woman, whose head is out of the cave. Fortunately or unfortunately, someone has with him a stick of dynamite. There seems no way to get the pregnant woman loose without using the dynamite, which will inevitably kill her. But if they don't use it, everyone will drown. What should they do? I think. So here, I have a question. Okay. Is yeah. she is she stuck or is she able to go back? No. She's leaning, right? She was leaning and she's stuck in a cave in her head, her head. And like, I guess maybe like just right here is right out. It's that's outside. So okay. she's outside, but she's stuck in there really hard and they can't pull her out. Okay. And on either side, she's stuck in there regardless at all. Like the whole, the whole, whole time. But I mean, if rescue team came from the outside, they could get her out. Okay. So, but everyone else would be dead because high tide came in. That's really hard. Yeah, that's why it's a moral quandary. <laughs> that is hard because it it is like a woman and an unborn child, and you know, personally, I'm pro life, and so like, I think you know the child should have its life, but I don't, I don't think one one life should risk you know everybody else's life. But technically, it is two lives, yeah. and it it is it's her life. And an unborn child's life. Yeah. That hasn't even started yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that is, that's very hard. Um, so you're coming at it from like weighing the values of life. Yes. More more lives. Yeah. Like that's what exactly what he said, like greater good. Mm-hmm. You know? And I mean, I, I, my, my, what I came up with is very much along those lines as well. But I mean, what do you, what do you, what would you choose though? I personally, um, my first choice would be to call the, the Coast Guard and see how fast they can get there or whoever you can't do it. There's no cell phone service. Well, whoever whoever can get her out, um, I would try that option first. And if that option didn't work, then I would try... She's not going to die. Like, they have people that come and check up on the, mm-hmm. the deal, but she's not. But they're not going to do it in time to save everybody. And they can't okay. contact anybody. Is there a way that they can go back? No. No way they can go back. Yeah. So the cave is caved in. You know what that means? Yeah. Yeah. So my only question is how many other people are in that group? 
Oh, let's say uh, I know say, I kind of made. <laughs> no, I already made a decision, but I would. That's the only thing I was thinking about. Yeah, let's just say like six, including you. Okay. Yeah. Normal people. That's that's a difficult decision. I think. I don't know. Um. Clock is running out. It's difficult because I wouldn't want to kill like an innocent woman. Especially if she's pregnant. Um, you got something? And I'm... This statement isn't saying necessarily my opinion one way towards either answer because I think it's actually more nuanced. But is her unborn child and her life more important than these five other people? No. We don't know. Yes, we don't yeah, know. We don't know, but, but we also don't know like the importance potentially so of, or the value of these other people's lives. In my opinion, I think that the unborn child, just that itself, is more important than these other people, just because it hasn't even started life yet. Painless potential. Potentially, yes. yeah. Yeah, and that's the reason that has me kind of like not sure on my decision. Um, that's the only thing that would keep me from, I mean, that and, I mean, it is an innocent person's life being put at stake just to get other people out, which I understand at the same time. Being in the military, we do kind of have to put ourselves first rather than, or put other people first rather than ourselves. Yeah. We don't normally have time in, like, in like we, we don't normally have time in, like, combat scenarios to debate yes. moral decisions. Yeah. It's like this person is in the way from us achieving our mission. Yes. Sorry, right. but that's what you sign up for too. So that's the difference. She didn't sign up for it as well. Yeah. So she didn't make like that. Like literally, they say, "Thank you for your sacrifice." You know what I mean? Thank you for your service. Thank you for your sacrifice. Being in the military is kind of like you're. It kind of expected to be yeah. in, put in those positions, especially if you're in like a combat. Um, scenario, scenario. Someone shooting at you. You're not sitting there thinking, "Oh my God, what if this guy has a has a son or a daughter?" Yeah. Or like, yeah. Well, I mean, that, then, and but, that's that's know. the kind of the that's that's kind of a good thing to know that all these people here chose to be here. Right. You know. Well, I mean, depending on what country you're in, child soldiers and whatnot. That is another thing. That, that gets back into the yeah. conversation we had last night. Yeah. So you just kind of like. I can't. I can't necessarily decide. You can say if you don't. If you don't are undecided, that's fine. That's fine. I think if I was in the moment and mm -hmm. I saw the whole thing myself, um, it would be more of me trying to find a way to save everybody, yeah. and trying to maybe take another rock and try and break up the other rocks, or maybe we break a shoulder and try and get her out. Yeah. Or so you basically, know, like, you're gonna run down the clock and you're all gonna die. I mean, yeah, Fair te enough. technically I, mean, a, I would try. I mean, that's that's an answer. That's an answer. It's like, I'm going to do everything in my power aside from using the dynamite to try to remedy this situation if before it gets, everyone dies. If and it then gets... we're probably going to die except for her, obviously, because she's going to be on the outside. Well, I think what Keely is saying is she's going to try every possibility until yes. the very last second possible. And then at that point, that, it's unfortunate. Is, and then I yeah. would probably live my entire life um, regretting my decision like personally with my with my personality i would rather die than have somebody else die for me and that's i mean that's just me but yeah. um i would um 
use all of my other resources, try and use all my other resources um, to get everybody out, especially her. Um, I would get everybody out before myself. Uh, I would risk myself before I would risk everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, that's that's just me. Before I would use the dynamite. Cool. You got one, Alfie? Um, so, it's interesting just because you uh, said a little bit. You actually put different kind of rules on it. But based on the original question, all we can gather is that High tide will come, high tide will go, everyone will die, but this woman is still stuck. Mm -hmm. And if there is no rescue party, she is going to die. We don't know that. Yeah, no, no, that's that's the thing. We we don't know. That's why I went ahead and added the assumption that. Yeah, but I I think. I think we should clarify we don't we don't know yeah if she will be rescued because if she isn't she will die a very slow and painful death and i mean i think i um so are you trying to justify he's gonna die no 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 i'm not no (laughs) no you're sitting here beating around the bush like it's just tell me what you would do no i we actually talked she's gonna run down the clock we actually talked about this before, and I am very much in the same position that Keely is, is that I would try to do everything in my power, because... Without using a dynamite. Yeah. Okay. So, but eventually, like, essentially, with it, given this, they're all going to die. You're all going to die except for her. Potentially. And so you... you don't use dynamite. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying... And just like when I was posing the question to Keely earlier... Me asking if uh, this best. unborn child's life is more valuable or not. I'm not saying all of this because I think you need to use the dynamite. I I don't know if I would, but there is definitely a potential for she will die too, which means her unborn child will also die. Unless you're a hopeful person, positive, and you know that there's going to be people. But if you're realistic, you see both potential outcomes. But it wouldn't change your decision either way, to use the dynamite or not? Well, I mean, if you knew a rescue party was coming, then it could potentially change your decision. It doesn't necessarily even have to be a rescue party. She could be pulled out really easily from the outside, but not from the inside. Yeah, I mean, that's basically any any kind of relief or rescue for her. Yeah, but they're not... Say the next party isn't due to come through there until after high tide, obviously. Okay. But they have, like, it's a beautiful day for going through caves, right? I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, know you know what I like to do on a hot, sunny day in the summer? Go through some fucking caves. And now that I say that's that, me, dude. yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> it's like, funny. It's funny that? because in, in retrospect, it, it actually does, sound, does sound nice. I, I hate it, the give sun. Me that, give me that mic, dude. You're just over here just yanking it out of my hands. So ears, in Central Oregon, where I grew up, yes. there is a ton of underground caves and they are Washington too I know you girl yes they are beautiful and dark and cold and it doesn't matter what time you go in there it's gonna be 
super cold and there's bats and rituals like written all over the wall and just it's <laughs> beautiful and you think you're gonna fucking die yes using the f word i gotta bleep all that stuff out i'm not bleeping it out you don't have to you don't have to we're all adults all right i'll tell you mine i'll tell you mine what you got, Jacob? Uh, no, I, I was just telling her you're yelling in the mic. Yeah, <laughs> you're screaming. We're hit, we're hit, but, we're... No, I honestly, I kind of feel like a jerk now because I answered that so quickly, and now everyone's like, "Well, we can run up the clock," and I was like, "Yeah, use the dynamite." I'm like, yeah. oh, what did I do? So, so, <laughs> so you would use the dynamite? Yeah, in, in the end, I would. Okay. Um, I just kind of like I don't know. It would take me a long time to do it, like. Kind of like what they were saying. I don't mean to go with you the crowd, You got to do your best until... I would, I would like, do what yeah. I can, and then like once I realized, I was like, dude, there's nothing else I can do. Then we'll yeah. just use it. All right, man. So here's mine. I thought about this a lot. I thought it was a lot. Because okay. this is not easy. I'm not I'm not laughing or anything. This is nothing at anybody's expense mm. or anything like that. But I've already like talked about this before with some people, and I came up with an idea. So given that I could actually talk with the woman... This is all given that I could actually talk with her. I'm the one that's holding the dynamite, so I'm the pseudo leader now, you know, because I'm the only one that's got the dynamite. The and power. yeah, I've got all the power. I hold all the cards. I can ask people's opinions on it. And then eventually I will be like talking with her. And I'll say, What do you want to do? Everyone in here is going to die. What do you want to do? And if she says, I want to sacrifice myself for everybody. And I'm like, that's including your unborn child, you know? And if she says yes, I'm going to sit with her and talk with her as that I like. And I'm going to go out too. So I'm sacrificing myself as well. Because I, like you said, I can't live with doing that. I know I can't do that. So if she's going to sacrifice and I have the power and I'm the one who chooses, then I've got to be willing to make that sacrifice too. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, on the flip side, if she says, no, I don't want to do this. Like, this is my baby. This is like, we've got all this stuff. I'll be like, she's not willing to make the sacrifice and I'm not going to force her and I'm not going to do it. And I would break the stick in half and just throw it into separate sides of the the deal. And we run it down. We do our best to try to get her out and whatever we can. But inevitably, we'll all die. And then in, in the end, I'd still sacrifice myself for a potential new life and her life. And she's going to live her life knowing that the, all these people held her at a higher standard and she's going to go out and maybe that child will be something. Yeah. Do you know How what I'm far saying? along is, is she in her pregnancy? Ah, let's say like eight months. You know what I mean? Okay, so at that point... She's big. Yeah, she's if, like there. That's why yeah. she's stuck, y'all. <laughs> so, so if I was in... If, if I put myself in the situation that you just, you just spoke about... Um, I and she said I don't want to do this I don't want to do this yep. well she's far enough along where we can just cut her open and get that baby out and at that point well, would she like, s- toss, we can't toss it outside no it'll be with us no but at that point if she was like no I don't want to sacrifice my unborn child yeah we're like okay well we can do a very redneck c-section right you're, here you're, take this child out we're writing a movie plot right now well <laughs> i have to think of every okay. single option and S- stuck the movie <laughs> <laughs> it's a boy <laughs> see you later <laughs> 
not very okay. sanitary. Okay, okay. So I was originally going to say something. the water. The hot tide's coming in. I was going to pose another hypothetical, but I'm going to first say, um, so you do that because she's just like, I don't care about me. I only care about my baby. And you, you know, do this redneck C-section. <laughs> um, I would say a hillbilly. Okay, Redneck hill- is a bit more civilized. You know? yeah, we, fair, we just like fair, shooting fair, things fair, and blowing fair, it fair. up. But. Okay, so everyone in the cave is from West Virginia. Sorry, West Virginia. Um, no, <laughs> We're taking this way too far. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no other quandaries to cover. No. Okay, but um, dynamite isn't like a super controllable thing. So like you still True. might kill all of you in trying to just <laughs> get out. But um, what I was going to add as a hypothetical, what if she's not pregnant? She's just a fucking woman. Or, you know, a man. Just a fucking... Re- just a person. <laughs> He's like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a fucking person that's stuck. And then it's like... I would probably still, just like Trent said, I would ask. I would be like, what? Yeah. what is the position that you're in? Like, I would try and see... Her position rather than our position, the people that are actually stuck in the cave and she's halfway out and that kind of thing. Like, I would I would be like, okay, well, are you going to sacrifice yourself or should we try and, you know, find everything that we can possibly do to help? And if she says, find everything you could possibly do, and then we do that and, she, and we still have no solution, I'm like, okay, this is our only solution, otherwise everybody dies. And see what they say at that point. And at that point, it's more of like, unfortunately, it's more of a majority rules. So, at my, and the, yeah, I think what you're saying gets really back into my actual issue with this moral quandary is that I don't think you need to have an unborn child in the equation. Yes. I think that just compu- complicates things ten times worse. It's an unnecessary complication that it's is... It, it's an unnecessary complication that is specifically designed to, like, alter create people's... reactions yes. and alter potential opinions. Yes. And I mean, it's still interesting and potentially valuable to discuss, but I think it... Overcomplicates it. It's a, it's a, I don't like your criticism. All right, it's a different. It's an added. It's an added dimension to do exactly what we're doing right now. That's what it's okay, for. Okay, so if it was just, if it was just an individual stuck. Same thing. Same thing for me. Okay, I'd do the good. same. Yeah. Good. I mean, it would be the same thing for me as well, but with the unborn child, it adds a little bit more of a worry in my opinion just because like that is a number child it doesn't have a chance to have life yet and all that kind of stuff and so I would try and put them first rather than you know everybody yeah. else but I would still try and exert all of the chances of trying to get everybody out rather than just automatically using the dynamite yeah it's the unborn child is an added unnecessary complication because at the end of the day for most people they would still make the same decision the crazy thing is is that okay so here's the crux of the whole the whole thing this is this is my final because i'm going to end this one and we're going to move on to another one 
but the final word? I do, because it's my podcast. <laughs> All right. So here's here's the here's the the basis thing is like just like Jacob, just like me, just like most everybody. The logical thing is to save as many lives as possible. That's our first instinct is to sorry we gotta we gotta save everybody. You know what I mean? We gotta save as many people as possible, right? So on the logical aspect, yeah, it makes sense. And but that was my first conclusion when I read it too. I was like, well, I'll use a dynamite. But then when she started adding personal, and you start really realizing if I was actually in that situation, what would it actually be like? And trying to imagine what that would actually be like, that's when it's, it's complicated. So are you gonna stay cold and do it? And then you have to live with yourself afterwards, you know, if you did do that, and everyone else survived except for her and her, and her unborn child. Like, what's that gonna do with the psychology of the people? Right. You know, that we chose ourselves over over her. Versus, like I said, I chose to sacrifice myself willingly. And if she said, no, I don't want you to do that, then I would be like, all right, so you're saying you want this to be your your decision? You know, so you see what I'm saying? Something that everyone can agree with that I would potentially live, like, without that kind of guilt yeah. and, and shame that they, they, in their hearts of hearts, like, at that moment, they were weak. And they decided they wanted to say themselves versus somebody else. Yeah. Making that sacrifice and then giving those options, that's what I would do. And regardless of the, well, obviously with the amount of time that we have, being able to have that kind of conversation so that everybody can live with themselves after it because there's kind of like a no-win situation. That's the way it's set up. It's like someone here is going to die. You know? What? I have one thing to say. Come on. Literally, literally <laughs> just one. And I'm uh, quoting somebody here I don't believe in a no-win scenario that's all I have to say <clears throat> don't believe in a no-win scenario yeah. who wins in that scenario <laughs> nobody <laughs> exactly whether people live or die it's not about winning it's it's not about winning it's you if said you there's live, no such thing as a no-win no, no, scenario it's like I don't believe oh. in a no-win scenario. So if you live, then you have the guilt of yeah. the people that exactly. died. And if you exactly. died, I mean, you don't have life anymore. Yeah. So it's a no-win. Man, okay, I, I wish you now. I wish you were my airman. You're so fucking smart. And you, I saw we... You, you got me. You got me 100% of the time. I saw we... You're my man. You're my fucking boy. God, That's the dog! Cursing. That's the dog. Slow, slow down on the cursing, dude. Too okay. much. Too much. We're it's unbecoming. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not a lady. Gotta be a lady. All too right. much thought juice going around. Yeah, that's what I think. You can cut her off, dude. No more. No more. No more wine for you. You drink more than I have. I have not. I'm a, I'm a man, dude. I can drink as much as I want and still be like more cognizant than you. you. Exactly. All right. Are you ready? Ready. Next one. A madman who has threatened to explode several bombs in crowded areas has been apprehended. Unfortunately, he has already planted the bombs and they are scheduled to go off in a short time. It is possible that hundreds of people may die. The authorities cannot make him divulge the location of the bombs by conventional methods. He refuses to say anything and requests a lawyer to protect his Fifth Amendment rights against self-incrimination. In exasperation, some high-level officials suggested torture. 
Um, this would be illegal, of course, but the official thinks that it is nevertheless the right thing to do in this desperate situation. Do you agree? If you do, would it also be morally justifiable to torture the Mad Bomber's innocent wife if that is the only way to make him talk? Why? What? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you bring the wife into it? So, a, well, if you choose, yes, then you also choose to torture the, the wife because he's not going to do it even if you torture him. That's why they threw that in there. Okay. Just like the, you know, the pregnant lady, yeah. which you think is... Ah unnecessary it you think unnecessary. You, you think it's not a, you just think it's more complicated that's what it is it, you just don't like the complications no, no, it <laughs> over complicates a scenario guess what lp life is very complicated no, no, no. because at the end of the day and all of us already agreed our status and opinion would still be the same whether or not she's pregnant or not it still got you to think and that's the point of this this is a thought exercise i no, wonder if it would be different if it was the other way around if it, if it was oh. just a regular person at first, and then we added, the <laughs> we're going back to there. the previous. I was just okay. like, I just uh, like with any situation. Like, what would, if yeah. it was the opposite way? Like, what would you? What would your answer be if it was they didn't add the wife into this scenario? Yeah. yeah. Like if it was just yeah. him, and then at the end, when you already made your decision, they added the wife into it. Unnecessary complication. My opinion would still be the same. I don't agree that it's unnecessary. I think it's thought-provoking, and I think that it is very necessary. And they did exactly what they wanted to do. They got us to talk about it. That just kind of like, it pokes the fire kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it just adds another It makes another it interesting. And I'd More say interesting. It, it adds another dimension to right. the question. That's I, uh, I like that. It adds I another like, potential dimension. Just because you don't like it, sorry, sorry you're like so one-dimensional. It's not that I don't like it, it's I think it's unnecessary because my decision would still remain the same regardless uh, but in some situations crazy. it might not yeah yeah it depends that's that's interesting to be able to get everyone's opinion on is like would it change your opinion no yeah i'm not saying it's you know would it not some people some people would say yes like if it wasn't the baby then i, I would have just blown her up that's you know? that's why that's why that's i said what if it was the other way around like what if what if she wasn't pregnant yeah and then at the end we was like ah she is pregnant like would your decision change because at that point you're adding an extra like additive and yeah like you find out after you blow her up she's pregnant and you're like Bleh. yeah and then you're like okay well now i feel like shit and um <laughs> Like, that whole kind of thing, you know? Um, but I do kind of also like that they add all of the additives in there, the unnecessary ones or whatever, just because we can bring it to, okay, well, why why is this a necessary thing? Like, why do you have to add in the fact that she's pregnant? Or why, you know, like that kind of thing. So you can think of both ways Dep rather than just single-mindedly. Answering the question and formulating their thoughts and opinions on it it can change it and I mean I, morally and I've already kind of noticed you and I are very similar so like for us it's an unnecessary complication you don't need because we would still have the same thing but for some people the additive of her being a pregnant woman m could change their opinion the additive yeah. of a wife 
being potentially tortured. Is what I'm saying. And yeah, that's and that's and I agree with Trent with that because I I do like the fact that they do add this because it adds more realism, realism, and thinking into it. And okay, this is a real situation. Like, what if this actually happened yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah, I do think technically it is unnecessary if you were just like one on one thinking about it. But I 100% agree with you. Since we are fully thinking about it and trying to fully. Like, examine the whole situation. Um, I do like that the fact that they add these interesting concepts, like she's pregnant, or they torture his wife, or you know, just random things like that. That um, just brings it randomly into it. Um, it's it interesting, and it brings the conversation to a higher level. Hello. We're switching microphones. Yes, because they don't know how to use a crane, dude. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Yeah, this is better. This works. Yeah. Are, you, are you happy with that? Now you can actually like actually switch if, it? If Keely and I were having this uh, moral discussion just on our own, we wouldn't... We would not need what I called unnecessary uh, complications, but... Yes. I'm not saying it's unnecessary for everybody or for the whole sake of the argument. I don't, this wasn't even an argument. You made it an argument. <laughs> I wanted to talk. What, what about yeah. this moral yeah, quandary no, right now? I've literally been so lost this whole conversation dude, because, like, we're semantics, the, dude. <laughs> semantics. It's like, literally just part of no, the No, it was. The, the deal was that Elvie was mad that I that I, I called her out and said I didn't agree with that. She but it's is being way too, like. That's, it's interesting. That's not what I was mad because about. Because there's different thoughts. And I think yeah. that's, what, that's what brings this into, like, a serious conversation is yeah. the fact that. Elfie and I have our own perspectives on this, and then you and Jacob have your own perspectives on this, whether they all be the same or they all be different. Um, and but that wasn't the argument. The argument was why make it, why have a pregnant lady? I think that that's overcomplicated and it's not necessary. To me, I was like, more complicated the better because yes. we deal with complicated situations in our lives. More often than not, okay, and I, we don't I know think we that we're potentially arguing the about two different things because I am saying for me it wouldn't matter if she's pregnant or not I'm not saying that complicating the moral quandary is an issue make it complicated it should be it should be fucking difficult you said that making her difficult. pregnant was unnecessary and for I was me, like for me no that's what you've been arguing this entire time Elfie are you serious Okay, my bad. Let's just move on. Let's move on to this <laughs> this moral situation. Listen to the re-listen to your own fucking podcast. Okay, I'll re-listen to the podcast. Apparently, I I so I don't even yes, know what's going um, on Jacob, what would you do in this situation? So, for some reason, this situation it reminds me of the scene uh, from The Dark Knight when you've got the yeah the boats, Joker yeah the, the, the boats full of like convicts and then the boats full of regular people. But I don't know why, but um, so this situation, I would. I don't know the rules of this. Like, okay, I'll summarize so, it again. I, no, I, no, no, just, no, like, well, I understand like, the situation. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, like, if it comes to that, I would torture the guy. But yeah. there's no need to torture his wife. Yeah. If it would come to that. But you know for a fact that he, even even through the torture, and that's what they said. They said, if yes, you would torture him, even though it's illegal and you'll be tried because you did it, whether you saved a bunch of people or not in the outcome, you'll still get tried. But 
that isn't at the at the moment it's not you don't give a shit like you're just trying to save hundreds of people you you can't get it out of him so you have to torture her like his wife i'm gonna complicate you know what i'm saying further okay hell yeah brother what if you torture him and he's not bringing anything out and you just tell him that you're torturing his wife you could play that game but you're not actually torturing her you could try to do that but that's lessening the impact I don't want to go that route because trying to put these like caveats to where you can justify it even further and everything mm-hmm. like that. The whole point of this quandary is if you choose to torture him, you also choose to torture his wife and you can't lie about it. Like you have to do it. You have to like bring her right in front of him, like in the movies, you know, when they're like right yeah. beside him and you got to start. Uh, I think this does remind me of a movie. Like yeah. this is 100% a movie thing. And I've, mm-hmm. I've actually watched, there's a show and it's called Quantico mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's about, yeah. And there's this one in New York. I think they're in New York anyways where there's multiple bombs being being put off and I don't I don't think they're actually torturing people but they're trying to find each one of each one of the bombs from the terrorists and stuff like that and personally um I think I would start with the the torture but if it's not going anywhere and I'm just going to end up killing him or extremely hurting him and stuff like that and that's jeopardizing my job um, then I would go out and try and find these bombs because you are in a limited time. And I think torturing this person and his wife for a like serious amount of time, you're just wasting time. And these bombs are going to go off either way. And so I think starting from the torture, and if it's not going anywhere in a specific amount of time, then I would go out and try and, okay, what are the hot spots? What, well, here's the deal, man. You like, think... you don't, you know, there's a bunch of bombs. You don't know how many. You don't know where they are. You, I mean, obviously, you don't know anything. You don't know anything. All you know is a shit ton of bombs are out there. And unfortunately, and you, so you that's need information. And the only information you're going to get is either him or his wife. And you know I think saying? that's where I would kind of be like, okay, do. And most likely, they're both radical. Yeah. She could play the thing so, so I would, that's another factor that I would to me to, i'm looking at it from like i'm more of like where you were thinking about it from the beginning because now this is a hostile faction correct. of people that are ideologically possessed do they deserve like redemption and like a core date and all that yes but in this moment this yeah. is these so, are a bunch of people so you know yeah. what i mean like and Not you're really. the one you're the antagonist like he's the antagonist his wife is most likely a party to we don't know yes. that for sure, but we can guesstimate That's that what I if was you're thinking. if you're if you're married to somebody who's doing this and plan this all this out, you most she know. most likely knows what's going on yeah. too. So have a map there, torture him. He doesn't give you what you want, and be like, "All right, wife time." All right. You you mentioned that you would be torturing the wife in front of him. Yeah, I would do it too. Yeah, that, I think that would it would help him open up mm-hmm. seeing someone he cares about mm-hmm. being hurt in front of him I, that would definitely make me break yeah dude <laughs> I don't know, like, yo where's where, where's your kid man let's bring him in well, <laughs> you got, you got some family? but if you're a, but if you're a full psychopath like you, you really have to think about that like sociopaths and psychopaths that is sick um <laughs> you have to think about like they the but he's not of like them, they don't care about other people but like, here's they, the deal is like you can't be ideologically possessed it's actually psychologically impossible to be ideologically possessed and like that as yes. a psychopath a psychopath doesn't have empathy he doesn't have exactly. ideologies exactly and the that's person why... that's setting that is most likely somebody who is ideologically possessed and trying to te- tear down the system for exactly. some odd reason he wants to kill everybody a psychopath 
doesn't a lot of soccer pass that like soccer pass are very very small in percentage it's and literally 0. 0. 0. 0. of a population themselves. and they but only care about themselves so they won't kill I, if they'll kill they'll only kill one they'll just do it in just one person they won't do they usually don't do a bunch of at that point like sociopath psychopath thinking mm-hmm. um that's why i wouldn't necessarily torture them because if you torture his wife he's not really going to do anything but uh, the chances of him being a psychopath is very, 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 very low. Yeah, what we're trying to say is that he probably isn't a psychopath. No, yeah. he's just ideologically possessed. And if you show them that he's defeated, and you say, well, you're going to die, and your wife's going to die, and everyone that you love is going to die. And then you have an NSA agent in there that's pulling up all of his contacts, everyone, all yeah. his friends, everybody, all of his social media, everything, and being like, every single one of these people are going to die. I've got hitmen that... I've got Hillary Clinton level hitman. <laughs> no one's gonna know. That's my issue you know with this saying? question: is that it's a little too real. That's yeah. what I mean. It is, yeah. it is real. Like this, this shit happens. Yeah. And that's just that's unfortunate. You want to try to drink the candle? <laughs> no more. No more. Your, no more. Drink is right. No more thought juice for you, dude. No. Ah, no. uh, yes, thought juice. <laughs> yeah, thought juice. Um, so, like so we haven't. We haven't. <laughs> Spicy wine. Uh, no, on fire. I was just trying to find it. I was trying to find the glass on my hand. Just went grabbing in the. Um, but we haven't gotten an actual answer. Yes or no. Torture him. I torture him. Which yeah. means so you I I torture the wife. Yes. Honestly, I am okay with accepting the consequences if I get to save people in that moment. My conscience yeah. will be clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. And even if I get put on trial and, and the bombs do go off and there are still hundreds of people that died, I would still say, hey, I did everything in my power right. for hu- for you, human lives, right. regardless of the law. I did everything that I could right. because I care about humans and hope that the jury would lighten a sentence or well, maybe, get, maybe get off. You, you had know? good intentions behind what you did. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't I torturing that's... for torturing's sake. That's right. That's what the law was there for. It wasn't, it was there for like, it's, it was there for that there's not an option to torture people like that are already POWs and they don't really have any information. And you know they don't really have any information, but they were allowed to torture people. Because um, when that law was introduced, it was because, like, I think it was during, like, the Bush administration. Mm-hmm. Um, they were trying to search for, like, bin Laden. So anybody, like, it would just be regular scrubs that come in in, in uh, Guantanamo, and they were just torturing them daily. Like, yeah. They, they they know they don't got anything, but they're just doing it because you're, you know, a Muslim radical, and I want to. I remember that whole yeah. scandal there. That's why the law was there. So this doesn't this law doesn't actually cover the the context of why it was written. So yes, in that moment when you have a limited amount of time, you do everything in your possible that you can possibly do to get answers. You have so, to. Jacob, your answer is yes. I think we can extrapolate, Trent. Your answer is yes, I would. Yes. Uh, Keely, would you? I don't know. Because I've seen movies where it goes both ways. And they're, they go the, the torture way. And they end up losing hundreds of thousands of lives um, because of all these bombs that go off. But at the same time, I've also seen movies where they go the torture way and those bombs are fake. And then I've also seen movies where they go where they go and search for the bombs and the bombs um, are in the most centralized places where they're the easiest places to find and they get the majority of them. 
not always all of them. Um, so I'm kind of in between because at this situation, I think for me, and I know I'm definitely like just centralizing this whole thing, but like if I knew the place, if I knew like all of the inf information that I can know about this and I am thinking like a terrorist, um, I would most likely probably go for the bombs. I don't think I would go for the yeah. torture because I don't think the torture would do anything. But here's a, here's another factor that I want to throw in. <sighs> you can't just add in factors that don't exist in these. No, this is this is not like the, this okay. is after okay. the fact. This okay. is like this would be completely so, after regardless of the scenario. But say okay. like even say the bombs even go off or they don't go off and you end up catching yeah, them yeah, yeah. because you tortured them. Yes. Torture them anyway and then tell everybody. Make it public knowledge. This guy got tortured and his wife got tortured. This is what we do to people that threaten our society. That would um, that would prevent a deterrent. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it, I mean, even though it is barbaric and it sucks, but yeah. you forced my hand. I didn't want to torture these people. I didn't like torturing these people. Same. But now you forced it, and we'll show you that we have the capacity for malevolence, just like you do. I... We do it, but we do it for in, in justified means and moralistic means. We did it for a reason. Just because I choose not to be malevolent doesn't mean I can't be. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? That's a definition of meekness. Mm -hmm. Is that I know my my potential yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. malevolence, but I choose not to. So yeah. I'm like I'm a monster, but I'm like a well-trained monster. Yes. <laughs> you know what you I'm can unleash the beast that. when yes. you want. You know? yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the deal. But if you show pacifism, then people will run over you. If you're if you're just helpless, you're not virtuous. Mm -hmm. You're not virtuous at all. That's like that's the opposite. You're just you're just a helpless smuck. So, yes, I agree with that. Uh, you can't show helplessness and pacifism is not the way, but trying to set an example through violence psychologically has been proven to not work. Hey, man, don't tread on me. Fuck around, find out. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, I, I do like fuck around, find out. Um, that's it. That's 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 this. That is literally but, the what what my stance is is exactly what that says. But as far as like, if you love America, you'll protect America, and that means that you'll do everything that you can. If you love your society, you love your family. Well, if a, if if a gunman comes into your house and says, "Give me all, give me all your money," or not even all your money, just like I'm here to kill all of you. And you're like, please don't. And you don't, you have a gun there, but you choose not to because it's like, oh, I value his life. I'm going to cut you off because these are two very different scenarios. Okay. Uh, that have two <laughs> very, very different psychologies behind them. I see where you were going with this. Yes. Yeah. And, and I do Thanks, see. Thanks, Jacob. That's my boy. That's why we got to have another dude on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Elvin just likes to disagree with everything that I fucking say. It's actually That's not okay. true. And I'm not disagreeing. I just wanted to point out that, like, trying to set examples of people to be like, this is what we do to terrorists doesn't fucking work. It's not a deterrent to terrorists because. As we discussed, terrorists are ideologically possessed. Anything that you could do to them physically or mentally is not going to prevent them from cool. committing egregious acts. Hey, I wasn't done. Um, mm -hmm. Because I said there were two things I wanted to say. Uh, the second, which I have wanted to say from the very beginning of this, <laughs> is okay. that it's there have been for over decades studies of torture 
does not produce results. It produces made up information if it produces any information at all. I agree with that. Mo most of the time, I mean, you don't have to agree or not. I mean, good. Thank you for that. But it's it's not me. It's literally studies. No, I mean, Tor you're, torture. You're right. But it's you're not, talking it's about not, torture it's not me. when you're trying to get information that you have time to get. No. So let's continue torture. Even if you right? don't have time, no kind of torture produces information that the people are trying to get out of that person. You get lies if they give up yeah. from the physical, like, aspect of torture if or the mental trained for that so but then when you that's why they bring in the wife dude okay but even that torture does you not do, yeah, th so then you can still say that i did everything that i could say this isn't is that worth torture. it yes you would, it's worth you would it. wanna you could live with yourself saying i fucking tortured this person and they gave me nothing say this isn't in that context torture, yes if, I, if it's to save hundreds of lives when they're the antagonists? Yeah, sorry about that. It's my cast. It's all over the place. <laughs> so say it's not physical torture. Like, have you seen the cases where, like, they just sit down and they just talk to them? And they try to relate to them and then they actually kind of open up? Yeah. And you learn about that person? Yeah, psychological and manipulation. So, yeah, and yes. sometimes it kind of just slips out and you're like, oh, gotcha. Yeah, but that's not even torture. No, that's not well, torture. But, 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 but this is the whole point is there, that there conventional is... means, that would fall under the conventional means. Yes. That they already tried to trip them up and they weren't budget. So this dude's just like not talking that and, yeah. long. And there are... Okay. He said, give me my lawyer. Give me my lawyer. Give me my lawyer. Give me my lawyer. There are ways so of like torturing people without okay. physically harming them. Um, and this is like a Guantanamo Bay thing. It would be um, waterboarding. <laughs> hey, that's please. physical, not psychological. No sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation. They don't have the time. Sleep, sleep deprivation, deprivation is one that they did use. Um, another is playing the Barney theme song. I love you. Right. Endlessly. <laughs> yeah, you Endlessly. Another one is there is always an incessant dripping of water. And like, although that seems- It's like Chinese water torture or something like that. I don't know if it's- Yes, Chinese, yes. No, you you yeah, are 100% accurate. Yeah. I wasn't going to call it by its name because it might be too obscure for people, yeah, but that I mean, is it. That's just what I've heard and it's, called, but. Yeah, it's an incessant dripping of water. And mm. it's, you know, every, every, I think most people, I'm not gonna say everyone, but most people find it very annoying if there's, you know, a leaky tap. Here's my question. But, Here's my question, Keely. Yes. So you, 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 in your Facebook post, you said that you want to kill all the pedophiles, like just burn them, right, or whatever. Yes. Like, Let you, me you bring don't care. It up. Like, Hold yeah. On. I, I mean, context we can. I'm not trying to like disparage you or anything like that or yeah. judge you, but I'm saying that the hundreds of people, a lot of kids are going to die too. So you wouldn't torture them. So you'd kill the pedophile, but you wouldn't kill or torture the terrorist. So even if it has a monicum of a percentage of a chance, because you have no other option but to torture him and torture his wife. So I think this kind of brings it back to the last um, one that we did was like I would try hey. and do every option that I have before I would go to the torture apps aspect just because I think the torture aspect at the beginning is a little bit of a waste of time just because most bombs are set off by 
um, trigger. Trigger. But it, this They're one either... says that it's a countdown. Okay. So yeah. Even countdowns. Mm-hmm. Even countdowns. Like you have a specific amount of time, and usually it's not that long before they all start to go off. And so I would not like to waste that time. Excuse me. Well, you already. I'm sure you already have people out there trying to find out where they are. But you're trying to get in exact that, locations. Okay, in that aspect, yeah. if I had... Well, that's reality. Okay, in, okay, so in reality, yes, I would have multiple teams trying to find mm-hmm. where these bombs are at. In that aspect, I myself, if I was like the lead um, or whatever, I would probably start Special Agent Healy Bleed. Because I'm not going to say your last name if you're not willing to share it. So. <laughs> It's okay. I hate my last name anyways. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um, so, I, at that point, yes, I would probably start to torture. Um, I don't know if I would go as far as torturing his wife. And if she was, if we had evidence that she was a part of it, yes, I would. But if we had absolutely no evidence that she was even remotely involved um, the only evidence that we had was she's married to him. Um, I would maybe bring her in at the very end, but I don't know if I would start off with torture. And yeah, bring her in for questioning. Like, yes. Yeah. Bring her in, put her down, but let her know before she gets in front of him that I'm going to act. This is, this is one of those knives that like does yes. the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 A little blood spot thing. And be like, if she's down, she's all like, all yes, I can't believe he would do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the one is like it's like oh I don't I don't know why you would do this like cool I'm gonna put this blood bag right here and I'm gonna act like I'm gonna stab you I need to act like you're really fucking in pain all right so just be like yeah. just, just come be like I tell would... me where it is tell me where it is nope yeah no you're not really hurting right. her that's I how would... you would know like she's in, she's not in on it it's like she's yeah. she's chill like, yes and like you that... can you can play that game and that's fine that's like, the game that if, I would but play. if she's all like I'm not going to say anything until he gets his lawyer I'm like dude. What kind of accent was that? I don't. I, I, <laughs> that was like was, half American, was a, half something else. <laughs> that was a that was a mixture. I, I like to like be trying to be North Korean and Russian and I'm, Saudi. Dude, all I at told the same you, time. I I am not racist. And uh, I, I just I he gotta go in. That was a mixture of everything. They're all mixed together. They're all mixed together in a conglomeration <laughs> of a disgusting accent that doesn't exist. So you know he's not racist. <laughs> you know he's not racist because the accent doesn't exist. Exactly. Doesn't exist, if I chose so, a specific you know. one, then, then I'd have been in trouble. Clearly. <laughs> All right, I think we're gonna wrap it up right there, dude. We're, we're hitting her like an hour and ten. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good uh, episode. Complete track of time. I think, I'm telling you, dude, it goes by quick, bro. It, it does. goes by quick. It's fun. And man. and usually him and I are, have been like two hours. Good, like forty minutes of this entire podcast was just Elfie drawing on, but we don't even know what her point is. Like it's so <laughs> that's great. Not true. <laughs> but what if she wasn't pregnant? She went out. What if? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it's unnecessary because <laughs> I'm sorry that you don't see the bigger picture and that you can't see it. Women okay. are more deceptible to find like the, the bigger, yeah. oh yeah, one hundred percent bigger picture because than of no. genetically <laughs> empathy yes. levels, motherly genetic. Oh man, oh, no one's wonderful. ever called me mother. Yeah, that's what a, what a great answer. <laughs>
Let's talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We're ending the podcast. Come on. Yeah, man. we're ending that podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This was the Lost Owl Podcast. You can well, listen it to this was. episode. Now it's the Found Owl, yeah. Owl Podcast. Now, now I'm found. Yeah, I was lost, and now I'm found. Jesus came to my life. Exactly. <laughs> Carolina uh, liars. <laughs> all right. So uh, if you want to find this episode, you can find it on Spotify under Lost Owl Podcast, as well as Apple Podcasts under the same Lost Owl Podcast. You can also email the podcast. Uh, lost out podcast at yahoo.com yes i use yahoo because i'm a boomer and i'm not really i'm actually a millennial but um i like yahoo i don't know i've always had a yahoo you know he's dial anyway. up internet that's all yeah or you can listen or you can listen to this episode directly which you probably are now or if you haven't already then it's on you know uh, lostoutpodcast.com and you can go through all of my stuff you can even see a picture of me because I don't live stream this stuff. Eventually, I'll get YouTube and, and I'll start like recording these things, and it'll be it'll, it'll be dope. I, but I'm gonna actually hire people or have people that are actually gonna set everything up. Like a, I need a, yeah, I need like That'd a I need like a Joe Rogan Jamie. Like, hey Jamie, can you pull that up? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your Jamie. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, thank you guys for listening to it. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye bye. Everyone say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.